Hey boo, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Abundant. I'm your host, Denai Hopkins, and I am so excited and grateful to be here today on this platform, sharing my journey to being debt-free so that I can start building wealth. So let's get into it. I missed y'all so much. Did y'all miss me? Because I missed you. And there's nothing that you can do about it. (laughs) And welcome back to another episode of Financially Abundant, where we navigate this thing called life and finances together. I just want to say thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode. I really appreciate you, you know, just taking the time to listen to me just ramble and talk about my business. <laughs> so just, I just, in all seriousness, thank you guys for just taking the time to tune in. But before we get started today, before we get down to business, I just, I want to have, I just need to say something. I need to get it off my chest. I just want to apologize for my absence these last few weeks. And really this year, I've kind of been inconsistent with the show and just ghosting you all, ghosting you all without saying anything, without warning. Life has been life and family. I cannot lie to you. And I'm not one of those people that can save face when I'm going through something because You can see it all in my face. You can hear it all in my voice. I cannot fake the funk, never have been that person. So I just take a step back and I just get quiet and I just shut down, you know, from everything and everyone. And I just shut everyone out. With that being said, I acknowledge that that is not healthy and that is not a way to live. And that's why I'm in therapy. (laughs) That's why I'm in therapy, working it out. And I am a huge firm believer in therapy. We all need therapy. We all need an unbiased opinion. We all need somebody to talk to. You don't necessarily have to be going through something, but we all, um, you know, or experience something like traumatic to go to therapy. I think everybody should be in therapy or experience therapy at some point in our life. Yes, I understand it is expensive. Like it is definitely, it is a privilege and it is a blessing to be able to go to therapy. But if you, and I know there are websites such as like BetterHelp and stuff like that, and they're not sponsored of the show, but you know, if anybody from BetterHelp, you know, is listening to the show and you don't want to connect with your girl because I'm a big believer in therapy, (laughs) call me up. But like I said, you know, I've been to therapy working it out and um because I understand that's not a way of going through things and that's not a way of living life just shutting down I shut down and that just does not excuse my behavior truthfully I'm just used to things going my way I've always gotten everything I wanted I have always gotten everything I wanted 
I lack patience. I hate being told no. I hate having to wait. Um, my attitude gets real bad. It's not where it was. It was real bad growing up. My mama would be the first to tell you my attitude was a real stink. I've definitely gotten better. <laughs> I've definitely gotten better. I'm not where I want to be, but I am not where I used to be. I am striving for progression and not perfection. And that's why my therapist deserves all the money. So shout out to you, queen. You'll be doing your big one every Thursday. <laughs> but like I said, that does not excuse my absence and just leaving you all hanging without warning. And in today's episode, I'm going to explain just what's been going on in my life. And then we're going to move forward because there is still life to live. And there are still things that we have to accomplish before we leave this earth. Okay, this show is my baby and you all are my family. And I've been doing y'all both wrong. And I acknowledge that. And I want to say I am so sorry for neglecting you all and just kind of leaving you all hanging without saying anything. So from now you are you're hearing it here first on today's episode. I will do my best to make sure that it never happens again. If I need to take a break from the show, I will let you guys know like, hey, I'll be back in two weeks. You know, it's I just got some things going on that I just need to take care of. Love y'all. Call me, text me if you need me. So I will do my best to never ghost you all again. Okay, love y'all. Thank you for forgiving me. We're moving forward. <laughs> And also, real quick, before we get super, super serious, <laughs> I just want to shout out my siblings real fast. I'm a big believer in giving people their flowers, and I love celebrating people who are just doing the thing that, you know, they said they were going to do something, and you see them working it out. You see God moving in their favor. You see God opening doors. I just want to celebrate my siblings real fast because they support me so much. They heard me talk about this podcast for years before I even started it, and they're always just reposting, retweeting, and sharing it with everyone. And they be telling everybody, oh, my sister got a podcast. My sister got a podcast. <laughs> So I just want to celebrate and congratulate my siblings real fast because they support me and my parents support me. And I love y'all down Gina and Rance <laughs> and big Rance because I got my dad is Rance senior. My brother is Rance senior. He's ain't on my dad. Anyway, so real fast, like I said, um, I just want to celebrate my siblings real fast. So a few weeks ago, my little brother graduated from the Marine Corps. And yes, my brother is a marine he also got a rewarded rifle sharpshooter so don't play with it because he he doing his big one rifle sharpshooter like he was this close to being rifle marksman he, he doing his big one <laughs> but my family and i went to san diego a couple weeks ago and it's actually my first time ever going to california like girl how you been to china and you ain't never been to california like it just don't make the math no math but anyway we went out to california to watch my brother graduate from the marines and i was so excited to not only see my brother graduate but to also see my family because i haven't seen them in a couple months you know they're in chicago and i'm down here in texas so you know, we see we see we see each other a couple times out the year. They come down here twice and I go up there twice a year. But we went out there to watch my brother graduate from the Marines. And it was so amazing to just not only see him accomplish this goal, but to also experience. It was just a once in a lifetime experience. Like it was so beautiful. Baby brother, I am so, so proud of you. You said you were going to do it and you did it. For those who don't know my brother's story real quick, when he graduated from high school last year, he wanted to enlist in the Marine Corps. He was told that he would have to slim down in order to enlist. Y'all, my brother lost over 100 
pounds in less than nine months in order to enlist and accomplish his dream of becoming a Marine. Watching you graduate a couple weeks ago, we were just all in shambles. You did that and we are so, so proud of you. God is so good and he is faithful. And when we meet him halfway for the things that we're believing in him for, he will come through. I cannot wait to see all that you accomplish in this thing called life. Congratulations to my big sister, Dammy, from graduating with her MFA back in May. If you don't know what MFA stands for, it stands for Masters in Fine Arts. If you don't know her story, y'all, all of my siblings have a testimony, and it's just so beautiful. We all have a testimony, but just knowing their story and just seeing like when you know people's story whether that's like your sibling your friend your cousin or people you have watched you know like as a bystander and watch them accomplish this story and this dream it's just so beautiful like it's just beautiful to see people just go after the things that they want but anyway when she graduated from college back in 2016 yeah because I we two years apart I graduated in 2018 she wanted to attend DePaul University for the MFA program because they are the top three MFA program school in the world. It's like Juilliard, NYU, and then DePaul, I think. Um, but anyway, it's a top three program. She auditioned uh, two years in a row and got denied twice. And on her third year auditioning, she got accepted into the program. She graduated back in May, and she was also accepted into her number one acting agency. You can't tell me how good God is. Although there is a writer strike going on, God is still moving and will do amazing things. I don't care what it look like. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for your first red carpet event. And when I tell you we acting a fool, y'all, if you've never been around like me and my family, like when all of us are together, it is a time. It is a, we have a blast and we just truly enjoy just all being with each other. If you see me and you're trying to say what's up, like that's, we we just have a time. You go laugh, you go cry, you go cry from laughing, and then you also go receive some prayer before you leave. <laughs> and then my little sister Deja is graduated from hair school this weekend and I am so proud of you because she has always wanted to become a, you know, a hairstylist. She'll be graduated from cosmetology school on Saturday. And when I tell you she is so talented, I remember growing up and I think, was it on 79th and Halsted? Where was Mina's? It was somewhere over there on like 79th and something. But every Sunday we would drive past Mina's because that was, you know, the route we would take on our way to church. And we would always say, Deja, they go your school. Deja, they go your school. Deja, they go your school. So... To see her graduate this weekend and accomplish that dream from cosmetology school, y'all, Deja is so talented. Y'all better get with her. Y'all better book with her before she start doing Michelle, Rihanna, Beyonce, uh, Michelle, Miss Michelle Obama, and the Barack Obama hair, Rihanna hair, Beyonce hair. I'm telling y'all, she 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 doing her big one and she going up. So you better get with her before she. Uh, unavailable because she booked it busy <laughs> but i am so proud of you and i cannot wait to see all that you accomplish as well and finally y'all shout out to coco golf that is my sister in christ <laughs> for winning the grand slam a couple weeks ago she is the second youngest person to ever win the u.s open and you know who the first is miss serena williams herself all is black excellence 
I love it here. What Issa Rae say, I'm rooting for everybody black. I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> but, like, for real, I don't even watch tennis like that. Honestly, I, even I do catch it, I don't understand, like, the rules or the... I don't understand. I just be watching it like, ooh, ooh. You know how people turn their heads when they watch the tennis? That be me like, ooh. <laughs> but I watched her match. And, baby, Coco is that girl. And when she said in her speech... Thank you to the people who didn't believe in me. To those who thought they were putting water on my fire, you really just added gas to it. I felt that. To those who doubt me, who laugh at me, who talk about me, I've even had people tell me I'll never be debt free. I even had people tell me, I've had people tell me some things to my face. But let me tell you something. You just added gas to my fire. You ain't seen nothing yet. I am turning up this heat. Because if y'all talked about Jesus, you would talk about me. But that's that's okay. Because you just added gas to my fire. Keep it cute. Because we are breaking generational curses over here. And with that being said, Let's jump into today's episode of Enduring My Wilderness Season. So, (laughs) I'm getting nervous, y'all. I'm getting nervous because I'm about to tell y'all, like, my business. Like, my business business. Like, real, real personal business. And I'm getting nervous. Ah! (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I'm about to tell y'all my business. Not all of it, okay? So don't ask for more than what I'm about to give you all, okay? Thanks. Um, But I'm about to tell y'all my business, and we're about to get very vulnerable and transparent. And I think it's important. I'm sharing this story now because I know someone out there needs to hear this. And um, I'm very big on sharing your testimony to encourage others who are going through similar situations. And I'm very big on transparency and vulnerability, even when it's hard. And today is going to be, it's, 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 it's just, just listen, just sit back, get, get comfortable, relax. Cause I'm about to tell y'all what's just been going on. Money been funny all year. <laughs> Money been funny all year. And I have been in my wilderness season all year with no tent, <laughs> no water, <laughs> no toilet paper, no gum, no lotion, chow. I ain't even had no lip gloss. And if you know me, you know I stay with lip gloss. I love lip I I stay with lip gloss. And honestly, I need to create a lip gloss line because I love lip gloss. <laughs> but anyway, child, God then took me out of club brunch <laughs> and put me back in club church. <laughs> I haven't Sunday fun day in so long. It has just been one of those years. When I tell you God has just stripped me and taken away all other alternatives and has reduced me to just his word, and that's all I can lean on right now, that is the type of year that I have been having. And I know that he is about to do the impossible in my life and for everyone who is listening and going through a similar situation and believing in him for a breakthrough. We don't have clarity, but we know that he is still moving. Because he has never failed us. He has never let us down. 
and I know that he is about to do the impossible. Resistance does not last forever. It has an expiration date. So I'm about to tell you all my testimony to encourage you to keep going and keep believing in that breakthrough. My favorite, and I mean absolute favorite movie in the whole world is Gladiator. That's literally me and my dad's favorite movie. Every time I go to Chicago, every time he comes down here, we have to watch Gladiator before I leave. It is just our tradition, and I've probably seen that movie more times than i actually been alive. <laughs> like, it was made in 2000. I'm 27. I've, I've seen it a hundred times, and it never gets old. It's just one of the movies. And I actually like movies like that, like about Roman Empire, and, like, it's very intriguing to me. Anyway. Let me stay focused. <laughs> Have you ever watched a movie in one season of your life and you like it? Like it was a good movie. You understand the plot. You understand the narrative. You didn't think too much of the movie. It was just like, okay, this was a good movie or this was a good TV show. But then you watch that same movie or that same TV show while you're experiencing or while you're in your wilderness season or going through one of those seasons where it's just challenging and you feel like your back is against the wall and you know you're praying and you're feeling abandoned by God and it's just like you know you're just in that season so now you're looking at things through a different lens through a different perspective and that's what happened to me recently when I watched Gladiator I'm watching a movie and as soon as Russell Crowe uh the main character of Gladiator I forgot um the main character of Gladiator uh, he asks, God, show me the purpose that you have for my life. His whole life had been uprooted. This man was just asked to be the king of Rome. And then in the blink of an eye, his family gets killed. He get a hit out. There's a hit out on his life. Um, and in the blink of the eye, he found himself being sold into slavery life as he knew it did a complete 360 in 24 hours he eventually you know get back on his feet you know rise back to the top and fast forward it's just a really good movie if you've never seen gladiator you need to go watch it and it's just a really good movie it is a really good movie and it has a very powerful meaning behind it the reason why i bring up this reference is because that has been my situation this year i've said this before on the show but i'll say it again when I first started my debt-free journey, when I first started the podcast, I was one foot in and one foot out. I was equally both financially responsible and irresponsible at the same time. Like, girl, how they work? <laughs> so I made a commitment at the beginning of the year. God, show me the purpose that you have for my life because I am committed to this journey and I am all in. I'm taking this serious. If I want to accomplish this goal, this dream that I have of being debt-free by the time I'm 30, I have to change my ways. I can no longer live like this anymore. Y'all, I was outside every weekend. Every weekend. I was outside. Me and the girls was outside. Me and my man was outside. We was just having a blast, okay? Like, <laughs> just having a blast, truthfully. And on January 3rd, 2023... That's when my life changed. I have never, and I'm getting emotional thinking about it because it's truly a beautiful story, but 
I'm not gonna cry, y'all. I'm not gonna cry. But if I get quiet for a second, just just it's just a pause. <laughs> I have never, and I mean ever in my life, experienced this much resistance in my life, this much resistance in my life than I have these last nine months. And truly, it has been for my good because I am a spoiled brat. I said that earlier in the show. I'm used to getting what I want. I'm used to getting my way. I don't like being told no. If you tell me no, I'm going to figure out how to get it on my own. I'm used to impatience. I was just, it was just not healthy. So this year has truly, it's been hard, but it's been good. There has been a lot of tears, a lot of learning lessons, and I'm still learning. You never stop learning. A lot of ego checks eating a lot of humble pie. (laughs) But I'm learning so much about myself, like how strong I am, how resilient I am, even when I'm not feeling strong, capable or able, but understanding that when you open yourself to the spirit of God, that resistance has an expiration date. Resistance is meant to refine you and not destruct you. And that's what I'm learning. So let me tell you all, you know, my story and to encourage you during your wilderness season. Okay, so get the popcorn ready (laughs) or the Starbucks, whatever time you listen to the show, get get it ready. Get the wine ready. Have a glass of wine for me. (laughs) So hmm, this time last year, my boyfriend um, accepted a new job position in Austin, Texas. So we moved from Dallas to Austin, knowing any, knowing nobody but just us. And everything was great. It was really great, actually, from September 22 to December of 22. So the second half of last year, everything was good with the T on the end. We found a beautiful home. We were in a great location. We were happy. Uh, We went to Manchester last year. We had traveled. It was our first international trip together. The money was flowing. We were looking at engagement rings. (laughs) We started wedding planning. (laughs) We were just truly living our best lives. You couldn't tell us anything. Like I said, life was real good. Then the new year came around. And we set our monthly, quarterly, and yearly goals. And one of my goals was to, it was a huge goal, was to pay off my car by the end of the year. And I told anybody that had ears that could listen, or anybody, I even told the tree, I'm going to pay off my car this year. That was one of my major goals. And, um, of course, you know, other little things in between. But um, we made dinner that night. We had a couple glasses of wine. We went to bed happy and healthy, and then I woke up on Tuesday morning, Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023, and I was notified that I was laid off, and you guys know that I talked about that on the show, and that's when everything started to shift. After I found out I was laid off, I called Chu, that's my boy, his, my boyfriend name is Chauncey, but Chu for short, and honestly, I just hate saying boyfriend, um, because I feel like I'm that's like so middle school that's my man and I know we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together but anyway that's not important right now let me get back to I'd like to when I'm like getting serious I 
have to throw jokes in and laugh because like I just it's just like my coping mechanism but anyway let's get back to the main point I called you and I told him what happened and he was like okay we don't know what God is doing but we have to trust him don't worry about anything I'll take care of everything just focus on finding a job focus on your mental health and when I get off work we'll go to happy hour and we will try again tomorrow and I can't lie y'all I got tore up that night (laughs) I was a hot mess I was a hot mess fast forward I find a job in March and I'm happy like everything everything was going good I loved the company I loved my manager he well, he is still awesome we still in contact to this day and great management is also just so important um it can really make or break your experience at say a company but um yeah I started working again and everything was starting to look on the up and up of course you know there were unexpected um you know nuances that came up but for the most part everything was okay I really wasn't putting anything extra towards my debt you know we just made the minimum payments on it um paid all our bills and um you know, we were good. We were happy. We were healthy. All the bills were paid. I cannot complain. And like I said, for the most part, everything was okay. We was just trucking along and we were about to start, you know, rebuilding and just, you know, getting back on track. And then, <laughs> woo, just when we started to feel like things were on the up and up, feeling ourselves just a little bit, not too much, but just, just a little bit. Like, woo, that was done. Them three months over. This was not fun. Thanks. This was not a 10 out of 10. (laughs) That's when the second monkey wrench came. In May of 2023. So a couple months ago. I was out of town for work. And Chu called me at like 10 a.m. And I knew something had happened because normally he's at work around this time at like 10 a.m. And we always just, you know, talk on lunch and talk on his way home from work. Like, you know. We have like a routine, like a, you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, so I knew something had happened because like I said, he's normally at work around this time. So when I picked up the phone, I was bracing myself because I knew, like I said, I knew something happened, but I did not brace myself for this. He had told me that he had just got laid off. My heart just dropped to my stomach, honestly. Um, my heart was like literally in my throat I was so choked up like you got to be freaking kidding me right now we just got through one layoff and now we're back to where we started I was so angry so frustrated like I said I didn't even have words I was so mad at God and it's so easy to get mad at God because that's like the person you know we could take our anger we take our anger out on and we should not take our anger out on but we are human um and we all have our faults but like I said I was so mad at God like God be so for real right now and I just truly felt abandoned truth be told anyway we talked for a couple months a couple months (laughs) we talked for a couple minutes after that I told him that I loved him And that I will be home tomorrow from the trip. And before we hung up, I repeated to him what he told me back in January. We don't know what God is doing right now, but we have to trust him. Don't worry about anything. I will hold down the house. Just focus on finding a job. Focus on your mental health. 
and take the day to feel how you feel because tomorrow is a brand new day and we will start over. After we hung up, the tears just started flowing like uncontrollably because I'm like, God, (laughs) BFFR, (laughs) be so for real. How am I supposed to do this? I cannot afford all of these bills and my debt by myself. As most of you may or may not know, I know I have a lot of new people listening, but um, the um, as most of you may or may not know, um, my so I get paid on fifteen and thirtieth. Majority of that check on the fifteen goes towards my student loan bill. My student loan bill is nineteen hundred dollars. Yes, you heard that correct. It's nineteen hundred dollars. So, um, majority of my income goes towards my debt. Um, and that $1,900 is just the minimum. But anyway, like I said, majority of my income goes towards paying off my debt. Choose support us as a unit. He is a provider and I am truly blessed to be able to say that. I know that is a privilege and I thank God. Um, he, but he take care of everything. Um, so I can focus on being debt free. Because um, this is an accomplishment for all of us. We both want to break generational curses. We want to create wealth as a unit, but all my money is tied up. So when we agreed to move in together to almost two years ago, he was like, "Hey, I got us. I'm fortunate. I'm in a position where I could take care of us and have more than enough. We can still date. We can still do all these things. Just focus on paying your debt so we can build wealth. So with him losing his job, This was a huge, huge, huge setback. And I'm like, God, I worked so hard to get out of credit card debt. And I don't want to get back in credit card debt and just start all over. Like, I don't even care about the car right now. I just don't want to get back in credit card debt because I don't know how I'm going to be able to afford all of this. And I don't know how long he's going to be unemployed. So Everything you can think of, just everything was just going through my mind. And I'm like, God, and these are real conversations I have with him. I talk to God with respect, but I also have, I'm very vulnerable and real in our conversations. But I'm like, God, you know, I was trying to pay off my car this year. You know, it. I just got out of like $10,000 and then some worth of credit card debt. I didn't told the whole world I was going to do this. I got this high-ass student loan bill that takes majority of my monthly income. I cannot support the house like he can. Now, yes, we had a joint emergency fund together for, you know, a situation like this. And yes, we both each individually had our own savings. And yes, he was getting unemployment. But, you know, all of that is only a lump sum. Like, I was just, I was just like... I had just, it was just, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm like, God, how are we going to get through this for real? I cannot see you in this situation. I don't know what you're doing. I need to, I need you to show me that you are here with us right now because it is, it is not looking like it. These next couple months or however long this is going to last, it's going to be hard financially God, how we go do this? We went from 
wedding planning and all of these other things to now this like it it just it was just it it was just a lot truthfully so I'm in my hotel uh and I just fall on my hands and knees and I just start crying out to God and I heard him say loud and clear do you trust me and I'm like, right now, no. <laughs> I can't lie. I do not trust you. But if you got us through those first three months and we didn't miss a bill, I didn't miss a student loan payment, I didn't miss a debt payment, I didn't miss, we didn't miss anything. We didn't miss groceries. We had food on our back, a roof over our head, uh, food on our back. We had food on our table, a roof over our head, clothes on the back. We lacked nothing. If you got us through that, why wouldn't you get us through this? Why wouldn't you be able to get us through this? I'm going to say how I feel, but I'm going to always stand on what I know. God, you can do the impossible. You can do what man cannot. When I got back home from my work trip, I hugged him and I was like, Bae, you know what? It's a lot going on. We need to get back grounded. Let's do the Daniel fast. And if you don't know what the Daniel fast is, it's basically um, for 21 days you fast from no meat, no sweets. For the remainder of the month. Let's do the day fast for the rest of May. And during this time, we were going to intentionally seek God and believe in him. This is where true faith comes in. We don't have clarity in this season in our life, but we were going to continue to lean on him and above all trust in him. So it was tight, y'all. <laughs> like I said, money been funny. It was tight. I cannot lie. I got quiet and that's why I took a step back from the show because I was just going through so much, not only financially, but my mental was messed up. Like I could not show up for the show. I just needed a break from just everything. I felt abandoned by God. Like I said, I was so mad at him. Like, how can you do this? Definitely doing the woe it's me. Um, how you go do this? How you, how you go embarrass me like this? How you go? I just told all these people I was gonna do this. How you gonna embarrass me? Like, like how am I supposed to do this? Like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, I I need you right now. Like, how am I supposed to do this? Anyway, fast forward. Like I say, I'ma say how I feel, but I'ma stand on what I know. Let me tell you about the goodness of God and the God that we serve. One thing about me, I'ma be mad for 24 hours, but like I said, I'ma get back up the next day. Because I know the type of God that I serve. I know that he is capable and able to do the impossible even when it looked like it cannot be done. We completed the Daniel fast back in May. And y'all, we were starving. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I know I will never be a vegetarian. <laughs> like, it was so all I wanted was some flame hot with cheese and meat so bad and a taco plate. Oh my God. I had never had this strong of a craving for like these things into the fast. And it's always like when you're fasting for something or giving up, like all of a sudden you're craving these things. And it's like, where was this energy a couple weeks ago when I was doing this? But now anyway, I digress. We was starving. But I was committed because I needed God to come through like never before. We weren't, and I just want to say this, we weren't just believing in him for a job. We were believing in him for careers. Not only that, we said this every day. We still say it to this day. This is one of the prayers that we're taking with us. Um, and we say it every day. This is our last year with job insecurity. 
This is our last year with job instability. This is our last year with financial insecurity. This is our last year with financial anxiety and stress. This is our last year of mishandling the things that we have prayed for. God, when you come through, we will be financially responsible. We will not make the same mistakes that we did before. And we will make the sacrifices that we need to make because we know better. We thank you for never taking your hand off us. For providing even when we thought we didn't know how we were going to make it through the next month. Because our latter days will be greater. And baby, when I tell you God exceeded all of our expectations, all, we both received new career offers. Actually, on the same day, we both got offers. And it was actually on my birthday. <laughs> we both received offers on my birthday with great management. That was key. God, we pray for great management. Um, hybrid work schedules. I am not a five-day in a girly office. Nope. Hybrid work schedules, <laughs> PTO, benefits, and he even received a sign-on bonus offer. We ended up moving because we decided as a unit that we wanted to live below our means for a while. And that, and that honestly, y'all, that was kind of hard because, um, like I said, like we the the places that we lived previous, the two places that we lived previously. They was all, you know, luxury, modern, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, all it's not, it's not what it's kicked up to be. So we decided that we wanted to live below our means. And the good thing about living in kind of like a, like an older spot is the air get cold. The water don't take five minutes to heat up. It get hot. That stove get hot. Your food cook fast in that oven, baby. You preheat it. It's done in five minutes. <laughs> but we're in a great area. <laughs> But we decided to, let me, let me get back to the main point. We decided to live below our means for a while because if we learned, we just learned our lesson. If anything was to ever happen to one of us again, where we had to solely rely on one's income not and not by choice, that the other person wouldn't be messed up. And baby, when I tell you God came through, y'all, we got a three bedroom, three bathroom townhouse, 1600 square feet. So more than enough room for when my family comes in town in a great and centralized location for $1,800. A three-bedroom, three-bathroom townhouse for 1,600 square feet for $1,800? Where they do that at? And we received six weeks free. We also received a refund in the mail from our old apartment for $3,000. When I saw the refund, I'm like, mm, something not right because, you know, we... we we moved, we, you know, made sure we was good. We was even with them. You know, I don't like, I don't like on nobody. We made sure we was even with them. We took care of all the business so we can move to our next spot, right? So when we received that check in the mail for three grand, I called them and I'm like, hey, like, you know, what's going on? I don't like on nobody. Like, surely this is a mistake. Why would y'all owe us money? When I called them and I asked them why we get a refund, y'all, they couldn't even explain it to me. They were like, we don't know why you're getting a refund. We just refunded you the money. And to put the icing on the cake. And these are just a couple things that God, I, it'll be a very, it'll, these are just a couple things of how God has just 
turn this whole situation around in our favor to put the icing on the cake my previous manager from my last company that i was with texted me on monday so a couple days ago and told me that i should be expecting a commission check in the mail at the end of this month mind you i was only at this job for three months and i had closed three deals while i was there but i thought i already got paid on them back when i closed them he said no you getting another payment Just when I thought I didn't know how we was going to get through the next month, I didn't know if my car was going to be paid off this year. And it's, and it's, and it's, and, and God is, I don't even have the words. Just when we had given up all hope, God came and turned this whole situation around in our favor. And during this season, we lacked nothing. You couldn't even tell. You saw me and Chew out. You wouldn't even know that we in our prayer closet going to town for hours at a day just worshiping and praying and fasting for just not all. Like I said, it wasn't even about the career. It was just just it was just some of everything. We just needed him to just just turn just we needed him to do a brand new thing. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me my whole life, I thank you for what you've done for me and I thank you for all that you are about to do. I have truly seen the hand of God over my life like I have never before and it is truly a beautiful experience to experience him like this. He is my provider. He sustained me and the best part is I am back in church. I have not been to church physically, honestly, since I moved to Texas. That's not true. Um, I went a couple times in like 2020 and stuff, um, right before the pandemic happened. But I would listen to, you know, uh, word every Sunday. I was still on Sunday virtually, but it's just not the same. Like you just get a different experience being in the physical presence of God. But your girl is a back in church. <laughs> And like I said, let me say this. It's not even about the money. It's not. It's not about the money. I knew God was going to come through. Come on now. My mother is a prayer warrior. She has a direct line to Jesus. I knew we were going to be okay. But what we learned during this season, during this year, it is bigger than money. Money can't buy experiencing a miracle working God. Money cannot buy the joy and peace that God has filled me with. Money can never buy that. Has this year been hard? Hell yeah. Was our faith tested? Tremendously. But I know if I can get through this, I can get through anything that comes my way. I can face adversity head on and not run away from it anymore and not go missing anymore and not shut everybody out anymore. I can still show them knowing that God will come through and he will provide and the best is yet to come. We learn and we're still learning because we are not perfect. We are striving for progression, not perfection. Trust me. But we learn in the darkness of our wilderness, God is our light. In the confusing maze of the season, we are learning to let him be our guide. He started separating us from the influences of the world so we can learn to depend on him and not other people or these other things that provide temporary happiness. We learn to depend and lean on him. 
He is using this season in our life and in your life to develop you and prepare you for the places he is leading you to fulfill your purpose that you have on this earth. We all have purpose here. He is refining you and not destructing you. Resistance does not last forever. It has an expiration date. The route that me and Chu were going before experiencing this wilderness season, we needed to be slowed down. And I'll be the first to say it. I remember one time looking over our monthly income and I'm like, ain't no way we made this much money this month, last month, and in the next month. And we ain't got nothing to save for. We ain't got a down. We ain't got nothing. We had a blast. Yeah, we got memories. But it didn't, and we filled it up with things that had no meaning, material things, but no real happiness, no real joy, no real peace. I can say that we are stronger than ever, not only as individuals, but also as a union. I share this story, and this is just a piece of my testimony, a piece of what's just been going on. Um, and of course, over time, more will come. But I share this with you all because I know we're all experiencing our wilderness season or resistance in our life one way or another. Believing in God gets hard. Don't let nobody else tell you. Otherwise, it gets hard. Options seem few. And it feels like, God, I'm finally doing the right thing. Why is this so hard? But just know that God is still moving he has not abandoned you and he wants you to know that you need to depend on him and nobody else. Only God can open up doors and allow you in spaces that man can never do. When God backs you into a corner and take away all other alternatives, it is because he wants to show you his miracle working power. Whenever he reduces you to just his word and his word only, and if that is all you have, he is about to come through. I'm telling you, you have to have faith in God's word because he will take what looks impossible and make it brand new. This thing called life is not easy, especially if you're trying to get your finances together as well at the same time, child. <laughs> it is not easy. But what I realize is I have to show people the good, the bad and the ugly of this journey. This walk is not peaches and cream. Like I said before, I've always got it what I wanted. I never understood the true meaning of waiting, the true meaning of patience, the true meaning of fully trusting God like I said I did. I was very lukewarm. If God made this journey easy, I would not be appreciative. I would miss all of the important lessons along the way because I'm so impatient and ready to be done with it. I will not be grateful. I will not understand the true meaning of sacrifice. I will never get to experience this next level of God and all of the doors that he will open. And most importantly, I will lose myself. So with that being said, Father, thank you for never taking your hand off of me. Never turning your back on me, even when I turn my back on you and I doubted you. Thank you for being my provider. And most importantly, thank you for picking me up cleaning me off so that I can continue this journey. I love you, family, and thank you for allowing me to have this space to be vulnerable and transparent with you all. The best is yet to come. I got nine grand left on my car. 
we will be paid off by the end of the year. We will become debt free so that we can start building wealth and breaking generational curses. Remember, it is not the destination that inspires others. It is the journey. So inspire yourself and let's put our money where our mouth is. We got four months. Your life can transform in four months. I love you all. Y'all have an amazing day and even a better weekend. Oh, and one last thing. God is about to do the impossible in your life. I will see you next week. Same time, same place. I promise. (laughs) I promise I'm going to be here, y'all. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise I'm going to be here. I'm going to show up. 8 a.m. And y'all better not be late. (laughs) Because guess what? Good news is on the way. (laughs) I love y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode. And share today's message with someone who you know needs encouragement to keep going. Y'all have a great day. And I will see you next week. Same time and same place. Bye. Each new place I receive It keeps bringing me joy